แต่เวอร์ต้องวิ่งไปชวนได้ไหมไม่ได้ Let's tap into another episode. 15, episode 15. Hey, I'll have a cup of nostalgia. We're going back, back. Take it all the way back. <laughs> How you feeling, sis? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. You landed in the ATL. I'm in the A. I'm in hey. the A. Last episode, I was talking about moving, but now she officially here. You here? Okay, she has arrived. I'm so proud of you, my good sis. But in tears, thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Um, shameless plug. Follow me on YouTube. I uh, recorded my session, my vlogging session, because baby, that ride to the A took my soul, took my ankles. And How long was it? It should have been that long, Key. I didn't think it was gonna be that long either, but my wig started sweating. I was tired. Okay, I think I left. I got on the road a little late. I technically started driving like 11. I didn't hit there till like 11. I mean, 7 a.m. and I didn't get there till like 11. And when you're the only driver, you just feel it. And my sister like, doesn't drive. You were by your, okay, there, yeah, there my sister that drove was, with I me. I could have sworn I saw your sister in the car. Yeah, but, but she, she was driving. just in the car for moral support. Right. You know, appreciate you, sis. <laughs> she got you there. <laughs> right. Right, we but got you got you there. there. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I would never do that again, though. Mm -mm. No, Did thank it, you. Was it a lot? It looked like a lot. It was a lot. Did you sell a lot, though? You, had, I know you had mentioned, and you were going to be trying to sell a lot of things so that you didn't have to I actually did. move them. I mean, but it was like you know how moving is. Like first, you don't even know how you're going to even process to get all this stuff out. And I was still working that week that I was supposed to leave, so I'm trying to work. And people are coming in. So I'm selling stuff. People are moving up further. <laughs> and my Friday was so busy with work, and I was like, I will never do this shit again. <laughs> But it worked out. Like I sold stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Friends and family came by, and I mean, mm -hmm. by Friday, I had every like big furniture out of the place, out of my place, and I was like, okay. So after that, it was just like little stuff. And then shouts out to my mom and my sisters. They came and helped me Sunday to like officially clear that entire apartment out. Mm -hmm. And that was like, okay, I could breathe. So you're starting over here. So you gotta get new furniture. And I'm staying with family, so it's not, it's, it's, it's new. Because it's okay. like I've been doing me for some time, but it's like a great reset moment to like I'm I'm looking at different areas in Atlanta. Like, where do I actually want to stay? Maybe if, if this is actually the town for me too. So it's a lot of things to think about. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that you can you have the uh, ability to go slow because you know sometimes when you move to new cities, you just there by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like I gotta hit the ground running. So it's good that you have family, friends, people that you can um, stay with and rely on until you figure out what your next move is. You know, we yeah. love saying you don't have to have it all figured out, y'all. Yes, just just do it. And just take you know, the leap. It's, it's, it's even more comfortable when you have like a supportive family mm -hmm. and just like that supportive core that you know, like I can always go back. Like it's not the end of the world. So I'm just in this phase where I'm like just feeling things out. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. I love that for you. Yes. Thank you. 
what's new in your world girl nothing i'm just living your uh internet nephew started soccer so i'm officially a soccer mom again you guys um and i'll do a shameless plug so if y'all are interested in any of my content um, I'll definitely have some Carter Soccer Chronicle content going on nice. on IG. But yeah, um, I'm officially a soccer mom again. And I'm that that girl. girl, that little boy is just <laughs> he's so into sports. I mean, I don't know. That little, he's just into sports. He's really good at them though. It's just be hot. Like I just if we could just move all of the sports to indoor sports. <laughs> I would be so much happier. Like I love basketball because I can go sit my happy ass down inside and mm-hmm. up in a bleacher. But it gets hot out there. Like baseball, I'm telling you, his baseball games when he was doing baseball like a couple of months ago, most of that shit got canceled. It was 99 degrees. They weren't having them kids out there playing. It's too damn hot. <laughs> but um, soccer. Last night he had practice. It was pretty cool because it wasn't it wasn't too too hot. But look, y'all, Matt was like. Hey, you want to ride to the store? Uh, 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 you ain't give me the keys. You ain't said nothing but a thing. Give me in that air conditioning. I will drive to ten buck two and back. I don't care. Not <laughs> out there. This but he yeah. ain't playing no games this summer. It's not. It, wow. It's not trying to take. It's trying to take me out, and I'm not the one. I what? love the summer, but I'm telling you, these. I know everybody's like you can't complain about, but it, I I love warm weather, Key. I really mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. But when it's like nineties plus degrees you can like i just want to say i don't want to do nothing like i'm not so i don't like sweating i don't like like i like to be cute with my little makeup on go outside but once you start sweating and shit that shit ain't cute no more (laughs) we'll be putting on makeup in the hot ass sun and i'll be just my pores i'm like yeah makeup i just posted a reel about really check it out after we're done yes because it's like it'd be hot but you want to look cute. Like, I want to go to the event looking cute. But look, I can't go to them soccer games looking cute. You know, it's crazy like, out here in Georgia. It's like, it's like raining every freaking day. Really? Like, you'll be driving and then you'll go under a cloud, rain cloud. And you're like, I'm not used to that in Maryland. Like, it's been gloomy every single day that I've been here. And I'm like, damn, what? Oh, I'm trying not. It's still humid, though. It's still hot and humid. It's humid. But it's just that rain. It's just on and off. I'm like, I feel like we're in London, low key. Like, where is the sun? I was going to say Florida, because, you know, that's how Florida is. Mm. You go to like Orlando, that's like it. I mean, it'll just randomly just rain out of nowhere for like literally three minutes. And then the sun is out the rest of that. You're like, what the fuck is that? Crazy. Um, but that's how that, that weather be different, y'all. Mm. Hey, it's Southern weather and it's different, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I'm, I'm kind of glad. I'm happy that you moved later because, girl, Georgia gets hot, too, like Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It gets hot in Baltimore. It does. It does. But we get some little sunshine and pretty days and Maybe the like pretty I, days are coming back. I didn't know that ATL was like that. They say this season it's been really pretty much like a lot of rain. I mean, since the day I touched down, it's rained every day. Uh-uh. Like storms. Okay? Thunder. Your girl don't care for thunderstorms at all. Oh, no. You love thunderstorms. I ain't going to say I love thunderstorms. Oh. No. But I can. I am somebody who can sleep through it. I, I it, it ain't waking me up. And I am clutching problems. my pillow, sitting in a corner. Really? Get away from me. <laughs> Are you serious? No. I don't don't like the sound. I don't like Mother Nature. I don't like the thunder. I don't like lightning. Oh, you couldn't have been here a few months ago. We had a whole damn tornado 
fly back, like go past our house. Child. Like we could hear the damn, um, we didn't tell Carter at the time, child, but mm-hmm. he was, um, because he was like months before that happened, he had been like, what if we're in a tornado? And we're like, there's not, we don't really have tornadoes. It's going to be fine. Girl, that's damn, we had to tor- like literally a month or two after the, we've been trying to talk him off of a ledge. And yeah, it ripped through. It sounds like a damn train. Oh my god! Was like the going past our front door. Um, and it was literally it was a few miles over. We have a Kroger. It t- it was like it was spotted and touched down. People were taking pictures. I was like, y'all too brave for me. I ain't doing all of that. But yeah. you know, when y'all had that recent flooding, I I lied to you not. One of my maps, I said, how far is Darisa? Because I was yeah. watching that on the news. I was like, okay, she's not oh, near that area. I didn't tell you that, but I definitely checked it out. Because I was like, yes. that was so bad. That, it, was, it was bad. They're still trying to um, kind of like people are recovering from that. You know, flooding is mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. Flooding is really bad. But I can say, I mean, I've never, like our home or nothing has ever been flooded. But there are areas of Louisville that definitely flood uh, worse than others. Girl, I remember when we were looking for our house. Mm-hmm. I was like telling the lady, like she would be like, "Well, it's on a flip. No, nah, we don't. We don't want that. I don't want nothing on no floodplain. Yep. Nothing." So, um, it's something that is common enough here that you know they have to kind of let you know that, so that way you know what you're going into if you decide to buy that house. Wow. I feel like we jumped in and we didn't even do it. Like, are we missing our intro? We're gonna be. <laughs> We're gonna bring it back because last time we didn't do it, you know, we, we got some new friends us more and more every day. We're getting better. I'm your girl, Kiara Seahold, your style and feel-good provider. And I'm your girl, Larissa Yvonne, your favorite everyday woman in living color. As you all know, y'all can't pour from an empty cup. So we're here to fill you up. With all things lifestyle and everything, everything in, between. in between. So this is officially episode 15, and we are taking it back. All the way oh, back. Bike? I'm excited for oh, it. Bike. I am too. This is a good one. I'll have a cup of nostalgia. Mm. 90s, 2000s. We're millennial this is, women. This is fresh. This is like, we like to go back in time because today is just so, the nowadays are just so heavy. <sighs> um, it's so funny. On my way here, my sister and I were watching Woodstock. It's a documentary on, I think it's on Hulu and it captures Woodstock 99. Uh-huh. That is a must watch. And it's on Hulu? Yes. Woodstock yes. was taking over for the 99 and the 2000. Let me tell you, and this is when DMX came out and had oh, all shit. of like, the majority of the white people singing, saying nigga. And he. Yes. Why are you about to make that. me watch? Y'all need to watch that because back then they were just like so, we are so ahead definitely ahead of our times now with technology and just like security because so much bad shit has happened uh-huh. that back then we weren't even people weren't thinking about the all the crazy shit that we've experienced so far so they really to. fell by the wayside when Woodstock 99 turned into a freaking chaos oh no it was a shit show literally a shit show when I say I'm shit now I'm gonna have to watch it. Now I'm now I'm intrigued. That just makes the antennas like, have yeah. gone up. About I'll so let you know when I do. Let's go way back into um, <laughs> middle and high school days. Lordy B. What's the name of your middle school? I went to a traditional middle school. So here in the Ville, you have like I guess you would say your regular schools, and then you have traditional programs. And you have like magnet programs, which are like math and science. I think traditional is more kind of like 
a little bit advanced in every subject. And then the magnet is more like math, science. We have art schools. So I went to a traditional middle school. Um, yeah, it was called JCTMS. And then I, yeah, that was pretty much JCTMS, Jefferson County Traditional Middle School. That's that's a throwback. Come in on, there, Jefferson were, County. We were the Centurions or something like that. Like, And back then, I still don't even know what a Centurion is, but it's like a girl was a white man. He had this little thing on his uh, head but yeah so that that was my middle school and what I do you remember me. about those days like what kind of kid slash going into your teenage. teenager years yeah I don't know so I feel like going into middle school from elementary school one I went from um knowing everybody in my elementary school and then like I said I went to a I guess what you like again what you would classify as a regular elementary school but then I went to a traditional middle school so the majority of the people that I went to elementary school with did not go to my like I think there was maybe one or two I would say at the most five total people that I graduated elementary school with that went to high, uh, my same middle school so I had to like start over essentially I had to like make mm. new friends and all of that also we moved um we went from wearing we wear we wore uniforms um the kids still wear uniforms to this day um but we went for I went from being able to wear whatever the hell I wanted to you had this strict freaking um you know like uniform policy or whatever so that was different as well I think like you know six early sixth grade and all that I'm just trying to find my footing I probably was just I literally was just somebody I was quiet not trying to rock the boat just there I would say by seventh grade I kind of found my little stride in middle school and had my little group of friends um and then by eighth grade I would say that I was hanging out with some more popular like more popular girls um, but I was probably the least popular of the popular girls, if you know what I mean. Cause I, I, just, I liked everybody, you know what I mean? Like I was somebody who I could get along with different, mm -hmm. different like groups. Cause you know, when you in middle school, honey, I feel like that's when clicks start. Oh, for sure. For, like you can see the, the grunges, the popular girls, the nerds, the like, every, you had a category back then. And so I was just really good about being able to kind of like make myself fit into like I could talk to any of the people not necessarily we're eating lunch together or anything yeah. like that, but I could just I could vibe even back then with just about anybody did you play any sports you? I did what did I ran track okay in so. middle school um I was really fast like I mm. I was really good at running back then and like I said I was skin and bones back then y'all like so tiny so I could sprint. Um, I was really good at sprinting and things like that. So I did track was my main thing. I think I tried out for maybe the cheerleading team in okay. middle school. And then I tried out for the basketball team and I will never forget. I was good at basketball too. And I hate that I let this short, bald, white oh, man yeah. oh. talk me out of what I was actually good at. Wow. So I was playing basketball, but y'all know I'm only if y'all don't know I'm only five foot tall <laughs> so I was the tallest I was one of the tallest fifth graders I stopped growing in fifth grade so by the time I made it to sixth grade where everyone else was you know sprouting up 
I didn't grow no more. So I was really short in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Short. He was the he was the basketball coach. This little short. I will never forget him. I should. What was his him. name? You remember his Mr. name? Mr. Gaddy. Mr. Gaddy, come on up to the stage. The front of the congregation. <laughs> a bone to pick with you. I was good at basketball. Really good, Key. And I tried out for the basketball team, and I'll never forget. He told me that I was too short. Like oh, you will never be able to play on a team because you're too that's a short. And you think about it as a child, like you're just kind of like, well, damn, that kind of stung, but mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. But I really do think it impacted me because like, I never, I've never really tried to play basketball again because in my mind, who's going to pick me up? Who's going to, like, they're not going to pick Ugh, me up, girl. You know what I'm saying? so wrong. It, it was. Now, at the, now, I can honestly say the person I grew up to be, did I see myself really making a career out of basketball? Probably not. Yeah. But at the same time, it bothers me when I think back to that time and I'm like, Bald ass white man, tell me what I could and couldn't do. You needed to have me on your little raggedy basketball team, but yeah, I ran. I ran track for the most part. That was my, that was my sport in middle school. What about you? I'm a teenager. What kind of middle schooler were you? I was with all the shits. <laughs> What's up? Key was outside. Okay, y'all thought she outside now. No, I was vibrant like. I had fun. Like I really had fun. I would joke. I was cool with all my teachers. Like I just never, it was always just good vibes. I uh-huh. started playing basketball in middle school. Uh-huh. And um, because I was the I was the opposite. I was the, the opposite one. You know, so I've been my high since I've been in freaking fifth grade. And I think I don't know where. It reminds me of the recent conversation you just had on your IG live about mm-hmm. just like when you were talking about boobs and just developing as a young girl. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a menstrual in the fifth grade. I used to be so like ashamed. Like, you know, you think I was so, down to pad. I was so ashamed. Yes, I was like, oh my God, none of these girls got this stuff until one day I never forgot. This girl had, you can hear her as a woman. You just know, okay, she, mm-hmm. she, her menstrual, I get it. And I was like, oh, I'm not by myself. But I used to be so just weirded out, like in elementary school, trying to like hide that I was on my menstrual. But you got to do what you got to do. So you actually started in fifth grade. Yeah, I started the summer between like it it was over the summer. Thank God, because I feel like I had the chance to practice. I don't even know what mm-hmm. words you're gonna, mm-hmm. you can use to like practice because, you know, that's a big fucking deal. Like my mom called it. Did your mama call people and tell them that you had started your cycle or was that just my mom embarrassing me? I don't think she showed the excitement. My ass started crying. She said, what you crying for? She's like, this is normal. It's going to happen. I was like, oh my God. No, she didn't. Girl, I had the worst cramps too. When I first, like, I started at a, someone's, I was at a sleepover. Oh. Yes. And I had a call. I was like, mommy, I she had to come get me and pick me up. Oh, Thankfully, the girl whose birthday party was, she had already started. So she knew okay. what it was. Okay. But by the time I got to middle school, yeah, like I was like, I knew what to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's, I was somebody who comfortable all, at that point. Yeah. Like I was like, I kind of, I kind of know what I'm supposed to do or whatever. Now I did have, like I said, I had debilitating cramps. And I do remember one time I started at school and I had never, that had never happened. I would always usually start at home girl I thought I was going to die like I'm in the bathroom mm-hmm. like because I had to I would throw up like it was bad oh girl horrible like I, in ninth grade I had to get on birth control because of my cramps like only because uh... to stop the cramps but yeah 
Yeah. It's in the reverse for me again. Like I think as I've gotten older, the cramps have gotten worse. And when I was young, I would literally I wouldn't even take medicine. I would just drink some hot tea and call it a day and I would be good. My but now I pop pills. I be like my entire body is is I'm telling you fatigued. I'm, my back hurts. I'm like, what the heck? And you know what mother say? Baby. my mother said? My mother said, you need to start having kids. The, I, I was just, but I just, you hear what I just told you? Don't have a baby. She said this, that's going to that's gonna lessen the cramps. I was no, like, it does not lessen them cramps. Sometimes I literally have cramps now. And I did, like, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I ended up having to have an emergency C-section with my son. So mm-hmm. I had to get cut open. And so... One, you still feel phantom pain. Like, you feel pain where that, like, I feel pain there. I don't care yeah. what no doctor or nobody tells me. But there are certain months where I'm literally doubled over like I'm having contractions. And Matt is like, what the fuck? Like, because it's just, it hurts so bad. Hmm. It hurt bad back then. But, like, this is, like, because I know what a contraction. No, I also labored naturally before I had to have an emergency C-section. So mm. I know what a contraction feels like. Yo, like, I'm like, am I, is something going on that I don't know about? But no, like, it's it's bad. Mm. It's bad. Now, I will say it doesn't happen every month. And now, because I've had cramps like that for so long, girl, my, my doctor back then was like, uh, she can pop three or four a leave. My mama was like, what the hell? She, they were like, no, like dead serious. So I would take like three a leave to wow. knock the pain, to, to knock that pain. I'd be curled up in the fetal position key. It was bad. I have a cousin that suffers from cramps really bad. Like we just know, like it's that time of the month and it just takes her out. It literally just takes her out. And I feel so bad for her because I'm like, we all like experience our menstrual differently. We do. It's crazy. But mine, thankfully, it's always only been on that first day. Like I, I, I used to know if you could just make it through this first day, and once, and once I threw up, that was like the two things. Mm. I, like I'm sitting here cramping and cramping. I would, tr- I would literally try to not like stick my hand down my throat to make myself, but like try to eat something just so I can go ahead and just get it. Like I just want to get this over with. I just want to. That's the what I had to do though. It was, it was like uh. it was horrible. I don't have to do that part anymore. I don't get sick or anything like that. But if I feel it coming on now, I'm just like, pop a leaf. Pop it to <laughs> How were you when, <laughs> when you were in like either middle or high school and you were on your menstrual and we still didn't like have a down pack on how to sit because I would feel so uncomfortable. Me too. Girl. And I was a, I was pad girl. Were you a pad girl, tampon girl? Always pad girl. I, I'm not about that tampon life. Still to this day, I'm a pad girl. Same. Um, Organic uh, pads for me now. Organic pads are. Because they actually do help with the the cramps. I was reading into that. What brand do you use? Black owned brand. I get it from- Honeypot? Honeypot. Honeypot. Girl. Okay. pad is made with um, aloe. And herbal. Herbal. And you feel that sensation. It feels like (gasps) an air conditioning down there. Your cooch is like- Game changer. Game changer. I would never look back. So yeah, I, I use love, honey pot I use honeypot pads as well. I, and that's tricky because you know, and I had uniforms, like I told you. So khaki was like our main pants. Oh my God. Girl, like you over here, like talk about Ugh. don't want to be embarrassed. Okay. Has it so happened was, to you though in school? I, 
I, I'm really trying to rack my brain. Mm. I don't really remember it happening to me in school. I do remember it happening to people in school. Mm-hmm. And I do remember because we could have like sweatshirts and stuff like that. So I do also remember and our other pants were navy. So I would either try to wear navy pants more or I would tie my sweatshirt honey, around my waist because yeah, I was yeah. just like, at least you didn't, look, if something pop off, at least she's gonna tie this around my way so I can walk around and nobody know or until I can get home or whatever I would have to be able to do but I don't I can honestly say I don't remember having an incident so in my mind that means I likely didn't because I think especially in middle school chat high school uh, that would have been horrific so immature you oh my know god I would never forget this one girl she was humiliated and she messed up the chair really bad and I mean they were all laughing at her and I just cringed for her it's happened to me I didn't I'll come mama come pick me up come pick like, me up she has come pick me up from school like I'm done there's no no, that happens, then, I'm like, no, I'm gonna sit my ass in that office until my mama comes in. I'm not <laughs> going no girl. classroom or nothing. Getting your menstrual so young is very uncomfortable, and it's hard. Yeah. And I don't, it, it's hard. I think there was a um, it was one of those videos where it kind of like it shows you it's kind of like questioning what would society do type of videos. But there, they had a girl on there that was pretending like she there was blood like on her backside or whatever and trying to see what people do girl i was surprised the number of women like adult women who just walk i mean she looked younger too it wasn't like she was like 52 it was like she they made her purposely look like she was probably a teenager that could have probably just started she was like looked like she was 14 key that young whole day and now again this is for an experiment Mm -hmm. but they had it i mean you knew what it was supposed to be yeah these grown women were just walking by her and of course they did show you the compassionate women that stopped and like hun and she's like oh i didn't know like what do i do and they're like we'll help you but the majority of those women were just like "Mm." like almost like it ain't got nothing to do with me like come on y'all we gotta look out for another sister another woman another young lady going through that look out for them because you didn't been there too i don't give a damn Every female that messed themselves up, it's okay. It's natural. It's going to happen. It happened. But help another young lady out. Yes. That sucks. Oh, my God. I it was all like, I was shirt just like, around her. Like, girl. I'm telling you, a one like, she gave her her jacket. She oh, gave that's her nice. Feminine products. Like, and I think there was even like a man, maybe that like didn't do all of that, obviously, but was just like, hey, hun, like, that, this is going on. But the number of women that just walk past that look like, That's and again, crazy. it's really disheartening because the girl looks so young. Like you're mm-hmm. like, it's not, it's not like she's 40 and you're like, well, she knows what's going on. You know, right, she looked right. like she was every bit of like 13. I just started my cycle and they just were just walking. All oh. They would look at her. It wasn't like they were necessarily snickering or, you know, like, but they mm-hmm. just didn't say anything. Y'all, we got to do better than that. We're not going to, I don't, I don't like that. I always wonder if they're just afraid to say something or they really just don't give a fuck. Like they just. I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> or do you think they're going to be embarrassed? I'm, I'm already embarrassed standing out here with all these people walking. Like, listen, just tell me. Okay. I'm one of them. Motherfuckers. Like, just tell me. Okay. <laughs> you ain't hearing my bitch. <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole for menstrual honey. Because it'd be serious out here. <laughs> anymore but it's it's real like it's a part of our our childhood it's a part of growing up um womanhood yeah outside of that i was pretty much more like into 
I was more athletic, more into the sports. And literally, like I said, I would just have fun in school. I cared about my grades, of course, but um, I was a jokester. I was a jokester for sure. And then sometimes, you know, trying to follow people and getting suspended, trying to fight, trying to be cute. And I've learned my lesson. And I'm just like, that ain't me. That ain't me. That was definitely not me. I was not Mm -hmm. a fighter. Now, I was the only girl in my like so I had two brothers mm-hmm. did I know how to fight I did because if you was mm-hmm. on because you know my brother can't put his hands on you but but sis sis can so, so I did you get into fight. any fights I really didn't fight in high school like okay. like in school I would get into fights outside of school like in the neighborhood with different with just little issues gotcha. but in school I really didn't like I really there weren't two I can honestly say there weren't like a whole lot of girls fighting in our in our school either but yo I ain't gonna lie there was this one middle school fight that I just when I tell you this chick she was like bigger like she was bigger and taller than a lot of the girls and this other girl like just kept on like this little skinny girl just kept they were both black just kept running her mouth we was in the cafeteria we used to go there before a uh, homeroom started girl so they, she's just running her little mouth, running her mouth. Oh, girls, like, sitting there trying to be calm. She's running her mouth, running her mouth, running her mouth. Next thing you know, kid, they start fighting. The girl picks her up by her hair and literally body slams her onto a cafeteria table. We were, it was like, oh! <laughs> it was just like, oh, my God! Oh, my God. It was insane. And we had the security. Look, this is really bringing back memories. We had a security guard who didn't have a pinky. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Y'all, I am in tears. Okay, hold on. <sighs> he okay. came over and he was like, girl, he put his hand down. This is going to be so bad, but I'm going to do it because this is what it was. He put his hand out on that table. He was like, now what's going on here? We were like, ooh. <laughs> he knows he's wrong for that. He knows he's wrong We were, for but in middle school, everybody was just quiet at him. We was just like, get your hand off. Oh, girl! You know back then, kids was real ignorant with the mouth. We were real, and we were part of that group. Come Mm -hmm. on, like Mm -hmm. everyone wants to act like they were always PC and all that. No, everyone goes through those stages of child. Like things be going on. Listen, I've been been in school suspension, suspended. Uh, that's my yeah. past that's, that's my the past. past we don't do you those know. things anymore you know so I, after your your extracurricular activities ended so basketball's over you going home what you watching on tv what you what do you do after school <laughs> as a teenager <laughs> it's so funny because every time i would come home from basketball practice i would come home to watch my see my mother watching novellas mm-hmm. <laughs> My mother was a novella queen, honey. She still, well, she don't really watch novellas like that anymore. Back in those days, what was it? The Real World? I watched The, the Real, Real World, World a lot with my sisters. Of course, MTV. Did you uh, watch Say by the Bell? Or was I that before even... your time? Because I feel like, I know we got four years in between us, but Say by the Bell was like my no, I watched Say by the Bell. Zach and the crew at the diner. Yes, with oh Lisa. God, yeah, Lisa. Screech, you know, everybody loves Screech. Everybody loves Screech. Girl, he grew up became an alcoholic. <laughs> Poor Screech. I know. Uh, but then we had like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark was my shit. Oh my oh. God. If you did not watch Are You Afraid of the Dark, what These were you kids doing don't know. Life? What were you they doing with your life? You don't know about Goosebumps. 
that was my ish that and the books the books yeah. i had the book honey when it was a book fair give me all the money for my goosebumps books mama because awesome. don't play with me are you I would get the little with... series mm-hmm. all of it Go i ahead. love those amelia bedelia are you familiar with yes. amelia <laughs> Yo, Rebecca Bedelia, please. My mother will always give us a million Bedelia. Or what's that? Was it the American Girl books? American Girl books. I had an Addie doll. I had the black. I never had one. They only had the one. I had the Addie doll. Got her fifth grade. I will never forget my fifth. My uh, I don't remember how old I turned, but it was in fifth grade for my birthday. I got one. I had a little sleepover, and I remember I like was in almost in tears. Just like. Look, and she looked like it's so, and I get it because the American Girl dolls, if you don't know, back then they were supposed to be from like historical, like yeah, they weren't yeah. modern. Now they have like you no know, modern day American Girl dolls. But back then, honey, Eddie was a slave. Okay. Yes, so you yes. read these slave books and you Look. like, it's a whole history lesson. Yeah. <laughs> a whole history like lesson. Historical, you know, yeah. you that message. So yeah. Um, nowadays you just go on Fifth Avenue to the American doll store and just run it up. Oh, they have tea party. They have like you can have a birthday party at those stores wow. and stuff now. Back then, honey, you had a special order, the doll, the books, the whole thing. Well, it was a thing. You got a magazine in the mail, honey. Yeah. <laughs> look at these. <laughs> look at these dolls. Don't get me started. Listen, remember trying to get some peaks and going in the yellow pages? Yeah, white pages. That was because that's all you had. We didn't have no phone. How am I going to know people? Then you try to write the number down and post it on your refrigerator <laughs> so you didn't have to look it up the next time. Dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's insane, though, right? <sighs> like we really did that, and you had to go by alphabetical order. The kids even learn how to do these types of things Girl, anymore. They don't know. They don't we know about the alphabet. You had to know how to look up something in a dictionary, and that you got to look in alphabetical order to figure out where it's supposed to be. Come on, I don't know now. If they know, child. These kids probably you know. Don't. Or sometimes you just had to call the operator. Period. Zero. Look, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> It wasn't even three one one. It was just down zero. Hello, I'm trying to find out. Like, <laughs> like we really had to call a random person. Can you help me find this number? This is like back in the day. Day. This is where you could prank call people. People didn't have in the beginning. Star sixty seven. Star sixty seven. Sixty nine. I dare you. Was it star? So wait, which I'm getting confused. What star? I don't remember. One of them was to like so that your number doesn't show up, and then the yeah. other one was so that you could. It was like call the number back or something. Yeah, like that or yeah. Something like that. I don't remember which one was oh, which. Oh my honey. goodness! Because we that's definitely a, used to that's do that. Throw, that's throw it bike. That's throw bike. <laughs> did you ever play Nick and Knock? We did. Okay. As kids. Okay. We probably. I, I, I am ashamed to admit that. Now I'm not ashamed, but. Did back then, like we didn't have. I feel like we honestly didn't have kids nowadays. Don't know. We were having. We were doing real pranks back we were. in the day. Not we these were. made up pranks that y'all done talked about amongst yourselves and told you this person look in this camera and then we're all supposed to believe that y'all didn't look. Staged pranks. We're sick of y'all. It is starting to become staged. The real authentic pranks are just not what it is anymore. They're not and and. It baffles me when other people like I will look at something and I'm like, this is staged as hell. Mm-hmm. And other people is I like I go to the comments because I'm like, I know people are gonna be clowning this because it's so fucking staged. Girl, they're over here cracking up laughing like 
Like, do y'all know what stage? Can y'all just laugh because this was such a good, funny stage prank? Or are we, we really love entertainment? not, like, sure? Because I'm over here like, look, I don't want your stage prank. I want the real thing. Listen, talking about entertainment, you remember that toy? What was that toy? It wasn't like a video camera. It was like the first like type of recording. It was like a handheld like tape. Is recording. it the thing that Kevin McAllister had on Home Alone? Yes. I got one for Christmas. <laughs> I had one. I lit I remember the year I asked for it. Oh I was recording everybody and everything, <laughs> just like he was. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I love that movie key that is like and now carter loves it like really that's awesome yes and look matt loves the movie too but look we watch it so much and carter's somebody who he don't care if it's christmas time or not christmas time if it's on and we can watch it we gonna watch, it. watch it right oh he he be watching the grinch we just watched the grinch <laughs> three days ago you just be like why are we watching this but i home alone is my ish me too i can never get tired of home alone me either mm -hmm. I love but i did my, i had one of those <laughs> my easy bake oven child when i had that and then i had no more recipe it was gone Man. i didn't understand what i needed it for you like, what, do I, what do i do with this <laughs> you had two good meals out of that easy easy bake and that oven. was it that was it was like well that's it that's all you can get i was like but we gotta buy some more recipe she was like no we not you used your easy bake oven and we done. Listen, what else? Of course, Cabbage Pack. I had a Cabbage Patch doll. I did have Cabbage Patch dolls. I had that one doll. Did you have the dolls? Did you ever have a doll that like, um, I had a doll that was like in a walker and it was a white baby doll too because they had run out of the black ones, of course. So my, and I really wanted this doll. My parents ended up getting it. It was this white doll. Mm -hmm. It's in this walker. And she's like, she runs, she's like running around in the walk, but she's in this little baby walker. And so the walker moves and she's like, <laughs> yo. So that toy was fun up until the point that you watch Chucky as a child. And you're like, are my toys possessed? No lie. When I got, when I was like, okay, I'm done with this toy. I put it down in our basement. That doll would literally just randomly turn on and be like, <laughs> and from the back, girl, my mom was like, look, um, we're throwing this, and imagine if this, if this white doll, too, Key, just running around. She was like, we're throwing that shit in the garbage can. I remember the day she threw it away. I was like, it's fine, because it, it scares me, too. But yes, yes. I had a cousin that when we would come visit her, this is when we lived in New York and they lived in Maryland and her mom would get her like those old, kind of like the Addy dolls. Mm -hmm. Just her room was filled with them. This is when a lot of people like collected those, like mm -hmm. those older, those dolls back in mm -hmm. the day. And we would all be like, my mother would be like, hey, close your eyes. Like she, she told me, she said, you feel like they watching you, right? I'm like, yeah, this shit is weird. Like I'm coming from Brooklyn, we ain't play none of that. Mm -mm. That shit's creepy. It is very creepy. So for you to say that, I know every young girl has probably been like, damn, that shit look creepy. Is it looking that at me? Look creepy. Is it looking at me? Oh, Annabelle mm. F. Shout out to your mom for throwing that out. Yeah, we threw that out, child. Because it was mm. just, it was too much. Mm -mm. Were too you a much. tomboy? Growing up? I feel like, I don't think that I was ever like a complete tomboy, but I was comfortable. If I wanted to be like dressed like a dude, if you will, no problem like I I feel like my style even back then was very versatile like I'm not I feel like my style like you can tell that I have a certain kind of style in the sense of like I have a vintage style like I have I like retro I like a like that 
But as far as like what I'm going to wear, I can go from like androgynous to the frilly frill, but mm-hmm. it's all going to have that same undertone of being like 70s. That That's the overtone, if you yeah. will. Um, but yeah, I loved, I like all of that though. Like I like being able to dress it up, dress it down, do all this. I was like that even back then. Now, and it may have, that may have made me more expressive with my style because I was, we had to wear uniforms five days out of a week. And that was in middle and high school. When I went to high school, Ooh. it was the exact same. Yeah, in high school, we were we were not. And most of the city at that time was the same way. So it's not like it was like a ton of school. Like everyone at my school obviously had to wear uniforms, but everyone at most of the schools had to. So it wasn't like foreign. There were maybe like Matt's high school, they didn't have to wear them. There was another like central they didn't have to wear uniforms, but it was like a thing here. Like, wow. it was like a whole thing. That's one thing I kind of hate because you did have to, you could, you only had the freedom to show your style really on the weekend because I mean, who's, no one was hanging out yeah. for the week. So we waited for them, uh, those Friday nights, honey, Friday nights, wow. football, uh, movies. Day five alive. If you're from Kentucky, you already know what I'm talking about. We had day what five alive that? at our uh, it's Kentucky Kingdom. It's well, that's what it used to be called. Now it's called Six Flags. You know, they they bought Kentucky Kingdom, oh. um, but they had like day five alive. They would be like this big, like a weekly, basically like a. It was almost like a little club for teenagers, but it was at our theme park. So you would go to like everyone had season passes. You would go. And on Friday night, Sunday, they were playing music. That's where you got to meet new people, honey. That's where you were finding your next boo that you was you going to have. Pen, like and pen, pen and paper. Yes. Back then, honey, it literally was. Pen and paper. Pen and paper. All the girls or pager. got pen and paper. Y'all got gum. <laughs> or, or a pager. Look, we had we did have pagers. Did you have a pager? I didn't have one. I did not. Ha- did I have? If I had one, I think I had one for a, like a little bit of time. Like it was like right when pages were about to kind of phase out mm. and cell phones were just coming in. And my mom, was, they were like, well, you can get a pager now. And I had the thing for like a, a couple weeks. And then it was like, okay, now it's time for it. Like we need phones. <laughs> I had a big ass Nokia was my first cell phone. The first Nokia. That big the ass clock. It was the big one though that still had the little antenna thing stuck oh, up on it. I didn't have it. It was that the one. original. Wow. He eventually got the one that was the little box and he had snake on there and all yes. that. But... Yeah, that was my first phone. No, actually, I'm lying. I had an LG, an LG flip phone. It was my Did first you... phone. An LG. Look at mm-hmm. us. Taking it back. Now we couldn't, we wouldn't know what to do without our iPhone. Honey, <laughs> don't give me that phone anymore. I would fling that thing away from me okay <laughs> respectfully <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> technology has definitely changed honey i think i've had t- i've had like a, a sidekick g1 i love did you love your sidekick or not i loved my sidekick it was just I, something about <laughs> that, that, that opening up, up the phone and i'd be like i thought it was so popular that is a phone that if they brought back i think i would really think i don't know if i would replace my iphone but i would probably be like i just have to have this just off gp that just phone off- itself was just dope it really was i loved my sidekick yeah something back then and then what was the, the pink one not not a blackberry the, the razor razor that was the phone best battery and hands down one of my jobs back in the day um 
I worked at a cell, like I worked at inside of a Sam's Club, but mm-hmm. they had a place inside a Sam's Club that sold cell phones. And so I worked in one of those, honey, when I tell you that razor came out, they were just flying off our little shelves <laughs> in the Sam's Club, honey. I was just like, when I tell you I made the most money I probably have ever made doing that particular mm-hmm. job, when that razor dropped, I mean, it was wow. like the razor dropped and the Bluetooth thing dropped. You better believe I was tagged. You want that? Look, you're gonna want the matching thing? Uh, the blue the the original Bluetooth that went that was being oh, big inside one. of your ear. Those big old Bluetooth oh, things. Okay. That wasn't really Wi-Fi Bluetooth. It I don't know how that damn thing works, <laughs> but to be honest with you. But they came in the same colors as the razor. You best believe I'm trying to look. Oh, that was real buy, cute. Buy the razor and get this. You need this. You need do this. You watch, do you watch the shine? No, it's on our list. I know. You know I'm no, because old. the father in the shots wears those big Bluetooth. The stuff, big Bluetooth thing. So hilarious because he will not so let it go. Big. Damn. And yo, that was in like 2005, 2006. That wasn't even all the way. That back wasn't to too high far school. back. That wasn't too far back, y'all. We was y'all was walking. I hated those things. I would <laughs> never wear one, but I sold them. I sold. I'll sell you know, it that's to you. Right. <laughs> we were off commission. Everything I sold, it was all commission. So yeah, I'm I am sure I sold a plethora. Did you ever have the so, next tail? The truck? I did have a next tail for a okay. minute. And it was Matt's it was actually his fault because his ass worked for a sprint. Okay, yeah. And so we had started dating. I had always had T Mobile. I think before T Mobile, honey, it was sing- was it singular? I don't even remember. Oh my God, I forgot about that. But, throwback. Oh throwback. I can't remember which one it was, but singular either turned into AT&T or singular yeah. turned into T-Mobile. It was one of the two. Damn. Either way, that so we throwing it by? That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I had, um, Matt was working at Sprint and he was like, he needed sales. This is before I started. And he was like, so can you just, so I went and I got this Nextel phone. Girl, I never even used that thing because I still mm-hmm. had my other phone on. I literally only bought it to support. It was even back in the, look how good I was. That's I, love. That is I love. I was a good girlfriend wifey <laughs> material back then shit okay that is love she bought a phone she didn't even need the phone she didn't need that phone she didn't do nothing with that phone do you remember what was like a job that you like if there was a job that you just hated and no not that i hated i i'll be honest with y'all my very first job was mcdonald's same we did talk about that yeah <laughs> my very first job was at a mcdonald's um, but a lot, I think a lot around that time, a lot more teenagers were starting to work. So yeah. there were teens there working with me. Um, but I love, I, I can honestly say the McDonald's that I worked for here, they were all, they were like franchise. So like the people that own them, they like one of the ones I worked at the, the son and the daughter I went to high school with, like, cause mm-hmm. I, it was a job that I kept, like I worked in McDonald's until I was probably 16 17 or something Mm -hmm. like that so it was a job that I kept but I would like I said I was in high school with them so like we all knew each other there's some of them people I mean no shade to them because I'm sure they're getting paid a good wage if they're still there but they still work in there I'm like damn like oh those that are still there people are still there is what I'm saying that you used to work with no lie, yeah, I'm dead serious. Now they may be, they're may, they're not like the cashier anymore. They are the store manager or whatever. But I'm like, how much are y'all making? Because 
I just can't be seen at McDonald's in my 40s and <laughs> in my 50s. No, thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. Not for me. No, like that is a that that's a job where you just learn the basics. You just the learn basics. skills. And you it. still have a good time. I was 16 and we had fun. We did. But then you just know when it's time. It was time to, to go. go. I stopped working at McDonald's before I graduated high school. That's Same. why I'm so yeah. I was no longer working in fast food. But that was the only fast food job I ever had. Same. Was McDonald's, but I was definitely there for a while. And at 14, we, here at least, I don't know what if it was a federal thing or not. Could have been. I can only work so many hours. I mean, I can only work so many days and hours because I was so young. Because I literally started when I was probably 14, 15. Was mm, my very younger than me. I, I believe I was. We could work like. We could work, I think you could maybe work one weekday, and but if you did, you couldn't work past like seven or I mean it was like really strict. Yeah, yeah, they were um, back then. But you know, back then, honey, you just wanted the money. You like I just and I didn't even necessarily need it. Um, because my parents were were able to provide and all of that. Like it wasn't a need, like, you know, we got you bring in money for the house or nothing. But I just always kind of wanted my own money. And so that was my very first job. Yeah, at the time, my mom, it was just my mom and my sister. So it was definitely more of like a independence thing. You know, mm -hmm. she didn't really like, again, like you said, like there were a lot of teens working now. So you hear people like getting jobs. All right, I'm gonna get a job. And my sister, she started there first. It's so funny. Like I've just like followed her in certain ways. I like my cousins and I, we all went to the same high school and my sister played basketball. My cousin played basketball. My sister, she started McDonald's. She got me the job. Shouts out to Tom. I played basketball in the high school, so he would work with me. I was like, I literally did. I made sure if I'm going to do the job, he could look out for me at the same time. And mm -hmm. I would work 12-hour shifts on the weekend because I couldn't work during the week. And I would have uh -huh. to practice. When you're playing at a varsity level, it takes uh -huh. a lot out of you. I'm sure. Bro, we had practice every single day. And you got to come and go to school. It was just a lot. And then still work. So, but again, I'm so accustomed to it. I've been working since I was a teenager. So I'm just like, we're going to get it and still maneuver to how to, you know, balance that. I love that though. I think that's hilarious too. How yeah. are you getting to work? Did you have a car? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little spoiled, you know, at the time I had my little boot or whatever. Uh oh. Yeah, he would pick me up. He would take me to school. I mean, take me to chip, pick me up from home, take me to school. I would get dressed. He'd be like, "What time are you getting ready for work?" He knew what uh -huh. time. Like, and and I was so spoiled. Like some nights that he couldn't take me home, and I would have to take the bus. I would catch the biggest fit. <laughs> and he would like, "Yo, you spoiled." And I'm just like, like "Why, why are you like this?" Yeah, but some I gotta take his bus home. Making me take public transportation. Right, it wasn't no Uber at that time. You it was no, you was on that bus. Or catch a little yellow cab, or catch that bus. Yeah, yeah. that bus. Ugh, I guess I had to catch the bus to go to get to the orthodontist mm. from middle school. That was horrible. We mm -hmm. had a little ours is called the Tark. That's what our public transportation. Tark, is. interesting. Mm -hmm. I can't. What is it? Transit Authority of River City, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I used to have to do that. But I did have a car. I got my first car when I was 16, 17. Nice. What was your so first car? My, well, my very first, my very first car was a Jetta that the, my parents passed down to me, but I was in an accident in that car hmm. coming from the damn skating rink from back in the day day. We had gone to the skating rink um, and got into a car accident. That car was totaled. 
So then I had to work. That summer, I ended up working for my dad so that I could make more money, <laughs> so I could save up quicker. So mm-hmm. I wasn't working at McDonald's, worked for my dad because he had his own business then. Saved up my money. I think I had to save $1,000. And he was like, then I'll put your $1,000 with some money and we'll get your car. And I got a Chevy Cavalier, a 1997 nice. Chevy Cavalier. Wow. My, my, my first car was at 18. I got a 96 Dodge Stratus. <laughs> my baby, <laughs> Cynthia. Yo, shout out to Cynthia. Cynthia helped hey, Cynthia. You okay. held her down. <laughs> and when I moved to New York in my early 20s, I had um, like a, are you familiar with Crazy Rays? No, like a junkyard. It's like a car junkyard, and they'll pay you three hundred dollars cash to pick up your car. Mm-hmm. And when I saw her drive away, and I was like, "I love you, Cynthia. I would I'll never you. forget. I'll never forget you." you. There's a, a podcast I listen to. Shouts out to In Living Black, and I believe the young lady's name on there is Yoni, and she talks about how she like talks to her car and just appreciates mm-hmm. her car. Um, I think she drove from Tennessee to New York, and I was like, "Yo, I really resonate with that because." Mm-hmm. When you're feeling low, you may just want to take a drive or you know, your cars go through a lot with you. And they I'm like, do. yeah, when I see Victoria, I'm like, how you doing, baby? How and you they doing? put you through a lot, too. Yes. They yes. So, especially when I got to Atlanta, I said, Victoria, I appreciate you so much. You're Thank so you. so good, Victoria. Yeah, I used to be riding around my little Dodge. She was a little beat up or whatever, but I cleaned her. You my know, my sure Chevy Cavalier was definitely beat down. Was <laughs> what like, color was it? It was blue. It was like a, not really powder blue, mm. but it was like that color blue. And when I met Matt, the very first night that we talked, because um, he called me on the same night. I don't know if I, I I'm pretty sure I've told that on the dating story, on our um, dating episode. He um had a 97 blue, 97 blue Chevy Monte Carlo. And so. Long ones, right? Yeah, with the two doors. Girl. So he had that. And so I remember. Like, I'm somebody who's always like, oh, is that a sign? Like, I'm really, like, I'm always like, is that a sign that it's going to be something? I guess it was, honey, because here we are. <laughs> but yeah, back in the day, I drove a, she- a 97 Chevy Cavalier. My second car was a Volvo. I love Volvo. Nice, nice. I, I did name her. Her name, was, her name was Ava. Ava. So you didn't name your first car? I don't remember naming my Chevy. Mm. I don't remember naming her. If I did, I think I used to call her sometimes Betty, but I don't think like it was like a passionate, like that's her name. But when I got my, I felt like my Volvo was like my first adult car because this was more yeah. older. I had graduated from college and I, I named her Ava because it was like, I own like your mind. She was yeah. older. It was my baby. Yeah, and I missed that. That car I do miss. That car got totaled in a car. Matt was in a car accident in I think like 2018. Hmm. And a man ran a man ran a red light and hit him and totaled that car. Damn. So we had to get rid of Ava. It was the Damn, end of Ava. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's hop into social media. MySpace. I mean, you had to have the popping songs. Awesome days. I feel like that was the beginning of when we were really like. I mean, because I, I come, we come from the days of like AOL when you couldn't be on the house phone and you hear that that dialing up like it's trying to get internet. But when MySpace came along, it was just I get this all the time. And being someone, because you understand, like you work in tech too, like that was the beginning of understanding code. That was the beginning of HTML, CSS. I and, didn't even know what the hell I was doing. 
but I was doing it. Trying to create a popping page. Right. Way before our time. Having all these things coming down. I remember my Black Planet page especially. Honey, things coming down on the page. You have your song mm. coming in. I remember it was, uh, who did, it was T.I. that I had on my Black <laughs> Rolling on, I think I would change my song like every day. Girl, that was like was my song kid. on there. Met people off of there that I probably shouldn't be shouldn't have been meeting. Because <laughs> I had a Black Planet, but I'm just I just I'm so vague with the memory there. So Black Planet now like, is definitely dating, but was it dating back then? No, it was more so like I would almost say like Facebook for okay. Black people. It was okay. kind of like a MySpace almost, but it was really for Black Black. It was like, I just remember being on there. I don't even remember what we did on there, Me but I met, either. I really don't, but I met a few people on there. I would say MySpace came later because I didn't, I was on Black Planet when I was still in high school. Like I was mm -hmm. still in high school. MySpace, I don't think I had my first MySpace until my like freshman year of college. Now, I'm not saying that's when it came out, but that's when I readily remember I got a MySpace. But at the same time, honey, that's when Mark was like busting out. He was like, Facebook. I'm in this motherfucker. Facebook yeah, came out. Took over. I was in college at the time, I think because it was only for college students when Facebook yeah. first came out. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. I think some people... I would say like in your age bracket and my brother's age bracket were still on MySpace because yes. you couldn't be on Facebook because you had to be in college. So I was on Facebook at the time where I feel like MySpace was like the thing, but I did have a MySpace page. But prior to MySpace, honey, it was Black Planet. Black and Planet. But I think I MySpace had that one up because it, it definitely grew, but it had more technicalities like with the page. You could do more creative things on MySpace. Uh-huh. Remember when people used to like you would try to steal their picture and then like you could put a call to be like, ah, you can't steal, <laughs> you my, can't steal my picture. It's oh funny you can't some next level shit. <laughs> you can't even do that nowadays. You can't. Look, people stealing all your ish nowadays. You they can, can take your whole now life. We, do a, we got a nice screenshot. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's I I love going back in time because like I'm so I'm so thankful to be born in the 90s and just come from that era of understanding what it was to like not have what we have right now is mind-blowing i'm technically an 80s baby 90s mm -hmm. maybe so i was born in 86 and so my but like i always tell you my younger brother was born in night in 1990 he's a month i would say a month younger than mm -hmm. you so y'all about this y'all are the same age mm -hmm. um but it was it's, it's so like you're so right that's what i'll say because I can vaguely remember, like, there were no cell phones. There was no internet. There, like, there literally weren't these things. Like, you had my grandmother. I remember when the cordless phone became the thing. And everybody was like, we can walk around the house with a phone now. Because you used to have that long-ass The long one, the little clear one with different colors. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or your granny had one that was yellow. My granny's was yellow. My other granny's was powder blue. You over here rolling the damn Did thing. Did you know how to use that phone though? That type I of did, phone. Because had? back then, I'm telling you, I was of the age that that's what we had. Mm. Like if I wanted to call, I would be at my mom's mom's house and I'd be like, I want to call granny, my other granny. Girl, you had to go over to the little kitchen up to the wall yeah. and literally go. And it's like, you had to spin the little thing and do, 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 do. Spin it again. Do, 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 do. Why does it take so long? <laughs> I'm glad you all came out with this invention, but let's speed it up 
<laughs> then they came out with cordless phones. And that yes, was sir. that that took over. That was a big block back in the day. We've really the seen square time phone. just evolve. But without know. even like it's you know, we're just going with the times. That's just that's just normal that's life. It. Like I remember making freaking cassettes, like oh. buying tape and listening to the that radio, the recording that. You'd I, have a whole mixtape. That was, was a mixtape back then. I was big on that when I had Cynthia. Oh, I will burn CDs. I was a burning CD queen. What? When I tell you, I didn't really... So I didn't have all of that, like, at home. Mm -hmm. So when I met Matt, Matt knew how to do all of that type of stuff because mm -hmm. he was really into music, like, that part of music. And so, honey, we used to have, like, a... um like an African store here. It's still here to be completely honest. But back uh -huh. then they sold, like you could get you a, like everything, honey. They sold bootleg purses. They sold, they would have, they would have the CD that looks like, oh, this is a CD. They done printed, like copied the actual <laughs> cover. It's on paper. They slid it in the little thing. And you like, it's only $5. I can get the whole CD for $5. I bought a crazy in love. From the African man, from the African store, um, but yeah, like back then, like Matt could burn me. He started burning me CDs, so he would make me CDs, and I would be able to use those in my little Chevy, uh, my little um, Cavalier. Yes, yeah. So we had that, but I definitely remember cassettes. I remember having to um, record your voicemail. Did you ever do that? Record your oh, talking about pranks. You know, I used to prank them. <laughs> Hi, hey, this is Kiara. Key, <laughs> you know, maybe we used to be like, your ass ain't funny, okay? They're funny oh, at all. Oh, hey, how are you? <laughs> gotcha, it's just my voicemail. Oh, when you needed <laughs> to have the most popping song on your voicemail. And you'd have to record that shit, the same thing over and over and over again, because you keep missing the part that you want. Talk about music. How about when you used to actually like look forward to getting the CD, looking for the lyrics and just, oh my goodness. When the people used to put the lyrics in the damn cover booklet, like cover you were like next level artist in my yeah. opinion. And I used to be so angry with the ones who would. Like, okay. do you not want me to know your song? <laughs> do you want me to come to your concert and not That's sing what your song? looking for. B2K? Look, that was... Yeah, like you know. It was one of my first like concerts. Was really? Yes. I don't remember my first concert. I think my very first concert, ooh, this is going to date me. And it was at Kentucky Kingdom mm -hmm. around the time of the fair, because we have a state fair every year, was uh, Criss Cross. Really? I yes. And I wore my clothes backwards and I was ready to go. That was my very, very, very first concert. Make out, make out. Hey, that's dope. I can't remember my first concert. I think, no. I went to one of the uh, Scream tours. Okay. Yeah, with Sierra was there. Bow Wow. I remember you said you were a huge Sierra fan. I love me some Sierra to this day. Okay? Okay? Jump. Jump. Come on, Sierra. That's my bitch. I love her. Like, I just admire her so much. Yes. She's the epitome of growth. I wouldn't, not, maybe not the epitome, but she's, you could see her growth. And mm -hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing to see too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, throwback mm -hmm. concerts, technology back then. Were you, this is probably going to take a, a turn, but in school, like tragedies, how mm -hmm. old were you when certain like big things like Columbine, 911, 911? What, like, what was the first 
major tragedy that you can remember from being like back in school? Like I can remember this. I, I I remember Columbine. I think I don't, and it's not like to like diminish it and definitely not diminish it in a way. I think it, it definitely didn't hit me as hard as like 9-11. It's actually talked about in the Woodstock. They talk about it, highlighted in the Woodstock 99 documentary of just all those things that were happening in the 90s. So I remember 9-11 more than the Columbine story. Um, it, it brought me back to a day where I was in middle school and they were evacuating all of us, not understanding what was going on. And are you just hearing about this guy created a hit list? And I was like, a hit list? Like, dude had at least 20 people on this paper on who he planned on killing. At your school? At my school, in middle school. And when they revealed who it was, I, I, I knew of him, but I would always like, you know, sometimes you just give somebody a head nod to say what's mm -hmm. up. Like he was chill, quiet. He will talk to certain people, mm -hmm. but never in like, and it's like he broke the hit list and like put it in the administrative office or somebody found it, something like that. Somebody found it. And uh, some girls that I knew, they was like, yeah, I was on there. And me being goofy care. I said, what y'all do to that boy? What did y'all do to him for him to want to put y'all name on a list? Like oh, I didn't know anything about that. And the cops mm -hmm. came and took him out of school. And it was just like, it was crazy. But again, we were in those times. It wasn't as heightened as today. So you just went on by with your life. Like, with that your life. Crazy. Okay, next day. So I feel like we've lived the same life, but four years apart. Because mm -hmm. in middle school, this was after Columbine, though. So I was of the age to kind of be aware when Columbine happened. Um, I don't think that it hit me the way that tragedies hit me now. I think just because of technology and you can actually mm -hmm. see all of these things unfolding now. Um, but shortly after, I think I may have been in the seventh grade, I think in middle school, we had a dude, like a, the dude who sat behind me in my Latin class mm -hmm. literally was make, made a hit list. And, um, I was not on the hit list. Like I'm somebody, like I told you when we mm -hmm. started up, I'm somebody who can kind of click and or not necessarily click with, but I can be friendly to any, you know, the grunges, the whoever. So I would always just kind of talk to him because one, he was always a little off. And so I'm of the mind, uh, even back then, I'm gonna talk to the person who was a little off because if they actually go off and go crazy, just remember that I used to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't kill me because I was the dice bird. Like, I was the nice. person. Okay, Be, I was the, on the same team. I was a nice person. <laughs> I used to turn around and pass you your little paper and smile and be like, how was your day? Hey, whatever. So he had a list. And I don't remember if, I. this is what I can't remember. I don't remember because this is when threats and all this stuff was also coming in schools. I don't mm -hmm. remember if they found out that he had the list. I do remember he got in trouble for the list at some point because I remember him getting suspended. I think he had expelled and everything. Like it was a big deal. But at one point we got evacuated from my middle school and we they had they had plans and everything at, by that time. So yeah. we had to like get out of our school. We had to go to some church or something like wherever my mom had to come like get in contact with our parents and they had to come pick us up and everything so yeah that's it's crazy to think about that um and it made me think of like the dc sniper mm. that i let me tell you i cannot have gone outside on the worst day ever when this occurred because the the description of the car so let me just run it back real quick so i had a church friend she had a friend and she would go to like bible study during the week 
all in all, the whole DC sniper thing is going on that same day. And you, the, you know, it was on the news everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mind you, we don't have no phones. So I told my sister, tell mommy I'll be over such and such house. And she was like, you want to come to church with us? I said, no problem. The mother has a white van. Oh my God, out For a white van. And I think I knew of it, but I guess I didn't know the severity of it. I'm just like, I'm going to church. When I say I pulled up, my aunt was outside, my mother was outside, everybody looked shook. Man. And I came out, I was like, what's the problem? She was like, you know, break your hair, about the DC stuff. Now, that was the worst day to even try to, I mean, I love you, Lord, but I should never, I could should have kept my ass home. Mm -hmm. And it was just, she was freaking out. As yeah. she should have been. Yeah, it was crazy. That was a scary thing, though. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, like, where we live, we have these, like, kind of, like, overpass things where you can kind of walk across the expressway mm -hmm. to get from, like, one side. Like, you may be over here, but you can go all the way across the expressway instead of having to go, you know, literally go yeah. walk throughout the whole neighborhood. That shit was, because you looking like, you see people walking across the little things and you looking like, is this, could this be somebody who wants to do harm you just don't know you because know? he was like really just shooting people and you didn't know where he was coming where from. he was gonna coming from that was crazy were you shocked at just the outcome of like the father and the son and that was that whole thing was crazy to me i'm gonna be honest with you back then i think it was insane that they were black like you you just didn't yeah. like i'm just gonna be honest yeah back then you really it was like that's unheard of for black people that we they just would never do now, now, you know, like I said, technology, things have come out. Now you kind of know that that just can happen to any race. But back then, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It no. Like black people. I was, I was trying to sugarcoat it, like but every, we thought it was a white person. We thought he was white. Everyone yeah. did. When he came out and he was, and then it was like a father-son tag team thing. Everybody, like, it was just like, now what the fuck? Like, it just, so not only was it a black person, but they was like real crazy. Because you just didn't. You know, if you had black people in your family, it was crazy. No one really talked to them. No girl, really girl. That's a crazy cousin that, that stayed car. in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and that just shows you, like, circling back to, like, the whole hit list situation. Like, these boys, their intent was wrong. But they didn't physically come in with guns. And, and you know, that just right. shows you the difference of, like, now, now kids are coming in with actual guns and Penny killing people. Like... Th and the hit list don't even the with the hit list is real like they yeah. don't even you know because we yeah. they found it like I said people found out about his list at school like you said and he ended up getting in trouble and all of that people were crying people were crying outside like oh my god he had me on a hit list like we can be so innocent in school and that's why I never believed in like bullying don't mm -hmm. be bullying people kids and I know shit my big ass I didn't been I didn't been bullied okay and I know that it does not it's not a good feeling it's but it's taken to a whole nother level with kids nowadays and it could just you know our innocence can just be shaken up because you don't know what the next person is living like or how they're doing especially with the pandemic We've seen like some kids don't have the most stable household. Like not some of these kids, we saw that they needed to go to school, whether it was for food or some type of shelter. So growing up, like everybody, every generation is going to go through some kid that's just may not have it like the next, you know. But it's also like you said, it's like how times have changed because now you see videos. I don't know if you saw the video of the woman 
whose son was about to go back to school. He had like a Spider-Man backpack and they're walking through and talking through what your son, like what you would do if there's an active shooter. So she's like, I mean, he's little. He looked younger than Carter. Really? Dead serious. And she's like, um, she's like, okay. She was like, so Miss So-and-so says there's a shooter in our building. She was like, what are you going to do? This is the mom talking to her son. And like, so we've come up like it's a like you said back then it was just like I just was like oh my god he had a hit list he's crazy but you didn't one in my mind it was like he probably would have never went like you're that naive that right. oh he would have never went through with it right. I think our our um like the admin the administration staff and all that they took it serious because they're adults and they mm-hmm. they knew what had just happened out in Columbine and things like but as a kid you're not watching like I wasn't watching I wasn't sitting down watching the news to hear all the ins and outs about what happened at Columbine so you're just kind of like oh that would never happen in my school and you can move on but nowadays you you gotta take that that. seriously you can't do that like and you're seeing it you're hearing about it and these kids are seeing it we didn't have back in when I was when we first had cell phones and you could have them at school you could not really have it at school you better not let that phone come out you better not let a teacher see it because that you ain't gonna have no phone like they gonna take they gonna confiscate your shit So it was like, a, now these kids, honey, they recording they teacher in the classroom. They can have their phones now. They can have their the whole having laptops for me. It's, it's the whole thing. Girl, we had computer class. Like, we had to go to the Carter computer. Carter has a damn laptop that he has to bring. Like, in the next week or two, he'll be bringing his laptop home. They have they have Chromebooks. Oh, he had it last God. year in, the, in kindergarten. So, yes, it's serious out here. So I'm sure that they're not even learning script. We used to learn script handwriting. Like as in cursive? Mm-hmm. Girl, no. I don't. And then you be, and I'm over here like, how y'all gonna know how to sign your name? Because your signature is not your printed name. Name at all. Like, so, they're, they're losing and gaining. It's so interesting. It's, it's it definitely really like my is. sister is going for her license and they're not teaching parallel parking. And I said, hold on. Wow. Hold on. What? It's not required in Maryland to do your parallel parking. I said that. Do they still have places where you have to parallel park? <laughs> I said, what if you drive to the city for like a football game or something? You gonna need to know how to parallel park. You need to know that that is essential part of driving. Yeah. Oh, Friday night football. Now that just made me think. Did you <laughs> did you go to Friday night football games? Um, high school. I did. I, I live for that because the fall is coming. I can I wear it. my sweaters. And I love like that high school atmosphere. I didn't went with my little sister just to be there. Like I just sister, love. I haven't gone as an adult. You are gonna make me go back and really it experience the nostalgic. I just love I, it. And we have a um. The, it's funny because we didn't go at the same time. But I went to we Matt and I went to um competing high school. So I went to male high like male high school here in Louisville, and he went to Manual. And they they've always had a rivalry like Uh-oh. from. I feel like if I went back to a game now, that would probably be the game. We have that game. It's like a male manual game. That's like, it's literally a, it's a known game here. And then we have um, St. X. These are two private, like white private schools. St. X versus Trinity is our other one. So maybe I'll have, I might have to go to a football game. Yes. That was my shit. But outside of that, I would go, I went skating. That was like my Friday night. We had skating rinks. Did y'all have skate nights? Or was that we did have skate nights? It's so interesting. Like, I would be a part of like I was a part of an after school program. That's how I did a lot of my activities, and I'm so thankful that I was a part of that experience because my mom 
as amazing as she is, she was not, she's not that like soccer mom. Like I, she's not a soccer mom. And I've had to like accept that. Like mm -hmm. I've had always had friends that support me, like that will come, their moms will come pick me up and drop me off and practice and stuff like that. And it's, it's just like the real of it all. Like not every mom is going to do that. So Is that a cultural thing though? Because I know your mom's from, do you I think don't... it's like, or does she just not that woman? She's just not that woman. I don't think it's a cultural thing. Cause I didn't know like, up, like you said you grew up in Panama. Like I know you're Panama. Like right? Mm -hmm. Am I right? I'm trying to make yeah, it yeah, yeah. Right. I'm Panamanian. But yeah. I'm just I'm like, is that like a sports isn't a? I don't really know. So I'm really asking. Is it like the sports aren't a thing there, or is it just like she just ain't that into it? Sports are a thing. My mom loves football, and I can count like yeah, she didn't really come to many of my games. Like, and I still kept going because I enjoy that, you know, but. I don't think it's a cultural thing. I just was like, she's just not doing that. And when I saw like she wasn't doing that with this sister or she the next one with none of y'all, she that's just not in her. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, you know, she's not a soccer mom, and I've had to accept that. Again, the after school program was an an amazing experience. I was able to go canoeing. Child, they took the little ghetto the little kids from the hood to etiquette class, and we all had to dress up. I will never forget that Miss Rhonda, Miss Rhonda was like the director and she just treated us kids so well. And that, that just, I was exposed to like that. Like, I'm sure kids still have after school programs now, but growing up, like that was big to have. I think it's huge to have that type of exposure though, because yeah. like my family, what I love about Louisville is because it is like a, it's the big city, but we're in a small state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. So it's like, we got to experience all of, like you kind of experienced the best of both worlds, if you will. Cause we're still real kind of like, it's like country and all that stuff. But look, you can go like, if you go out to the West End, like where my, my mom and my dad grew up and all of that, honey, it's like a completely different culture from like the burbs where I actually grew up. So it was good to kind of have that balance and to be out there and to be exposed. Cause we had things like, you know, we had the little corner, like down in the West End, you had the corner store, you had the liquor store. You could go to the liquor mm -hmm. store, get your candy. You like, I could go in there as a child. They were selling alcohol and I could go in there and get my candy. They weren't, they look, they not, they're not going to sell to you. They know you 12. They're going to give you your little candy. You're going to go on. We have a gas station here called Dino's, honey. They have the best oh. damn fried chicken. But oh. it's the best fried chicken you get. They got, you can, there's a crackhead going to be there. They're going <laughs> to sell CDs. Somebody's selling shoes out the back of their trunk. There's chicken on the inside. You can get your lottery ticket. There's everything is going on. So but in some way, you still kind of felt safe. You like did. You felt a community vibe. Even today, like it's a little bit different down there these days. But even mm -hmm. today, it's like I don't automatically just like antennas go up because you know I'm from here. Yeah. My parents grew up there, so it's like it's it's just it's good to have that. And I if if you're from Louisville or I've ever been, I know you know what Dino's is. So if you listen to this yeah. episode. You definitely have to leave us a comment. But anywho, good times, good times. Someone has asked, they've asked me, I don't know who it was. They were like, what if, What do you think about your childhood? And I'm like, I have no regrets. Like, yeah. even if my parents needed or wanted, they didn't make me feel like that. Um, I had fun. I was always Bad. Bad. I just, I enjoyed my youth so much that I pray that I can like pass that on to my kids because- yeah. I had a good time. You know, I've, I've seen traveled. Yeah. Traveled. Girl, I've lived in from Brooklyn. I went to Miami. We lived in Miami to Fort Lauderdale. Like I didn't move around. So 
But that's what I think I love most about your story Mm. because we've been, I've been planted like where I am. And I don't feel like it's like a stagnant thing. Like I feel I've had opportunities to be able to leave and things like that. But I love that that's part of your story that you've moved around and seen different places. I feel like we got that. My parents made sure we had that through travel, Mm -hmm. but we didn't have that through like, we're relocating or anything like yeah. the, the the biggest relocation my parents ever had to do was 60 miles up the highway and you know we could be home when less than an hour mm-hmm. back in louisville so yeah we just and i was super young then i don't even think i we were moved back here by the time i turned five wow. so i don't have that you know that experience. Yeah. i love that for you Thank there's you. one thing there's one thing, one piece of advice you could give your younger self since we're already here now. We done talked about everything that we've been through. What is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Patience is a virtue. And it's something that at, at, at my younger self, I would hear that a lot. And I didn't really grasp it. I didn't really understand the meaning of patience. Mm -hmm. And now at my age, I understand that there's no need to rush. And when you're in this journey, it is such a beautiful time because you're learning. Mm-hmm. You are working towards something that, you know, that quote unquote at that word, at that time, I didn't know what manifestation was, but now I understand like I'm working on my manifestations to come to light because you have to put effort in it. So mm-hmm. I would say that patience is a virtue. I love that. I really do. Yeah. You don't have to rush anything. I think mine would tie into that. Because mm-hmm. I was just gonna, I, I think I would say, you just don't have to have it all figured out. Like, mm-hmm. just slow down. You don't have to have it all. Like, it's all going to work out. You don't have to all have it all figured out in school. Because I think in school, like you, everything is there's there's these benchmarks. You know, like it's like I graduate from elementary, I gotta go to middle school. I graduate middle school, I go to high school. And everyone thinks like after high school, I gotta go to college. And I do. You, there's all these boxes. Yeah. And it's like. You don't have to check all those boxes. Don't feel the pressure to have to check all those boxes. You may not want to go to college right out of high school. Maybe you never want to go to college. You know what I'm like? I think it's okay. So just like, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't, if your plan doesn't work, you can make a new plan. You know, that's- I wonder if the school systems though, should really keep that in mind for those. Cause there's some kids, there's some seniors right now that know they don't want to go to school. But you will still see growing up, no, they'll, you know, the teachers will still try to push them to college. What if you just had that discussion? Raise your hand if you're unsure. Raise your hand if you know for a fact you don't want to go. It wasn't like that. You feel the pressure. You felt like you had to go. time to leave high school. Like, you're going to college. SATs. What if I don't want to do that? I definitely felt that pressure. I'm not going to, I always say, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have done it or I dis, or like I regret it going to college or anything mm-hmm. like that. I was um, blessed enough to have a full ride. So it was nice. like, why, you know, it, it when it's why like, you're like paying for it, it's almost like, why not? So right. I did it. Um, but I always knew, Key, I always knew, even from my look, you MySpace and Black Planet days, I feel like that was almost like the beginning of our content creation journey. We just didn't have a, clue, have a clue, you know? We big um, content creators. We being concrete, it just wasn't a word, it wasn't the thing, what it was called back then. Because when you're doing HTML and all that, like that coding part, that was real content. We're freaking front end developers and we ain't even okay. know. Okay, <laughs> we didn't even know what we were doing. 
Um, but I but I will say though that I always knew once I graduated from college that I wasn't going back. Like mm-hmm. a lot of my um a lot of them and and I, like I praise them and I'm like so happy for them, but they've gone on and got masters, they've gotten PhDs, they've got you know, doctorate degrees mm-hmm. and things like that very successful and I used to just kind of be like man like why don't I want to do that like why not and it was like this the social media part of it when it opened up and like you can see like this could be a thing it was like that's when all my dots connected so I totally agree with you it shouldn't be forced down your throat like because you have time but when you're in high school with these teachers you feel like you don't you feel like you don't have time I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. And that's that's one thing that I wish I would have just taken a year off. Because you were looked down upon if you were saying, no, I'm going to take time off. No, I'm just not, not going to You know, go. we come from just that stage of where society was like, this is the way things are. And if you don't do this, you're going to end up here. And I really felt that pressure. And I wish I would have just taken a break instead of just feeling like I had to do, 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 do. So maybe, you know, I had gotten burned out with school and I was just like, fuck this. Because... This is just not for me. I didn't really have time to think. And I think the Um, pandemic forced us to mm kind of think through that lens because you had so much time. Like, it was like, what are you doing? Everything shut down. And so I think you could really, I think that's when, I think that's when our minds started to shift in a sense. Like, it doesn't, like, the world doesn't even know what the world is going to be. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and we got monkeypox and all kinds of shit. We don't know what the hell is going on next. So, it's like, honey, we're just trying to get it, make it to see another day, honey. It's, a, it's a, day by day, hard. one day at a time, sis, one day but, at a time. I mean, I'm just thankful that we're here to, to be able to reminisce and mm-hmm. to good. just learn about each other's journeys and look back and be like, damn, we didn't see a lot, but we're here, you know? It's good. good to take it back. Yes. Let us know. Let us know that this take you down memory lane because back down memory lane. Listen, <laughs> I want some nihilators now. I want some Chico sticks. <laughs> I want some flaming hot Cheetos and one of them shasta, the fruit punch. Ooh, the shasta, the twenty. All I used to eat and drink in middle school. Being off of flaming hot Cheetos, I don't know how I'm that. alive you today. I don't know how I'm alive today. Me and my spiciness just don't mix with my stuff. I used to eat the, what's the- Eat them uh, back then, I can't eat them. Even hot chips, like the red, the white and purple bags. People will, I I cannot eat those either. Grippos, could you eat Grippos? What is that? Oh, they may not have Grippos up there. I mean, that's gonna be an episode we'll have to do eventually. But like, Grippos, it must be, I don't know why I thought it would have been in Baltimore. Mm-mm. Um, a grippos is type of chip. It's kind of like a, kind of like a barbecue-ish esque type of chip, but they're mm-hmm. a little spicy. They are so good though. Mm-mm. Do y'all have White Castles there? No White Castle, Crystal. White Castle in New York. Okay, and I lived in Brooklyn, yeah, but there's not many White. There's no White Castles that I've seen in Maryland, but White Castle, I bust that shit down. We call them shitty burgers. Have you in the bathroom too? Shit, <laughs> shitty burgers. Yeah, <laughs> Something was- magical about those little burgers. I don't, and I, you know what I know? It's crazy. I live here. I've, I've never liked the burgers. I love their really? chicken sandwich. I have never liked a White Castle burger. And come for me if you want to, if you're from the uh, bill. I think they are disgusting. The burger, the bun is all soggy, but the uh, chicken ring sandwiches, fire. Chicken and onion rings, fire. 
white castle burger with a little bit of cheese on there? All of that is going to have you in the bathroom, though. It don't matter if you eat the cheeseburger. Get you a big red while you're there, too. I know that ain't everywhere either, but a big red is fire, too. Is that like Dr. Pepper? No, big red is like, oh, you really aren't from down here. <laughs> big What's red is like, kind of like cream do you, you know cream soda? I know cream soda, yeah. Mm -hmm. The red drink, it's like that, but a thousand times better. Mm. Sorry, cream soda. A different drink. Like, I wouldn't call it a cream soda, but that's mm -hmm. the closest thing I can get you to to try to think about the taste. Okay. Cream soda. Okay. But it's better because it's not really the cream part to me. It's not that, like, I don't know. It's big red. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Big red. I'm here saying about to think about the bubble gum, the gum, big red, the cinnamon gum. No, <laughs> I don't know about it's an actual drink. You can duly know that every day. Okay, this, this was a good one. This is awesome. Any cup of inspo? No, I think our cup of inspo was the one piece of advice you give your younger self because I feel like that there was some. There was some gym dropped in there. Take your time. Slow down. There's no rush. You don't have to have it all figured out. And we love y'all. We and love y'all so much, y'all. Look at some things from the 90s, y'all. We was really popping back. Like, the 90s kids was popping. They were. We had all kinds they of were. things. We had Tamagotchis. Look, I'm just thinking of random shit now. <laughs> Dahlia's. The Dahlia subscription. Oh, my God. Cosmopolitan. Taking those, oh, I could not wait to get a Cosmopolitan magazine. And Allure, do Allure was pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. in the mail. Mm. They used to have all kinds of things. I'm trying to think if there was a music version one that, <clears throat> oh, I do not, I can't even think of what their names were now. But it wasn't B2K. It was, oh, boy, the Marcus Houston. What was their group? Marcus Houston. Was his name Romeo? Yeah. Um, there we go. Uh, immature, 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 immature. I'm like, hold on, who the hell? Y'all was immature first. Y'all was immature. Y'all was immature. Oh, I used to tear those words up. We can't even end this episode because it was like, I know, I know. Thinking about stuff. Listen, uh, we, we've got to cut this. Tell them, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> Y'all can find us on your favorite streaming platforms. Hit us up on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We would love for you all to check us out. And yeah, leave us some feedback. We love you guys so much. Thank y'all for hanging out with us for another episode. Oh, and you can find me at Larissa Yvonne. Yes, and I'm at KRC Holt. And give us a follow. Please do. With that, we will see y'all next time. Bye-bye.